Welcome back for another episode of Investigating Mars. Today we will be talking about the final chapters of the Thousand Dollar Tan Line, which are chapters 28 through 39. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Malika. I'm Naomi. I'm Pat. Yay, we're all here! <laughs> Yay! Yay! We all made it. That's right. And we get to finish this book off tonight. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I, 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 okay. can't, I can't deal. Uh, it's, uh, pause. What's, what's happening? I have to close my Skype window right this second. <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to talk on this podcast at all, I must close. Okay, we, okay, we can resume. So, <laughs> so for listeners, Jimmy has found a collection of shirtless Logan pictures and is cycling them through the chat. <laughs> So he that's why that, that's why we can't even. And and I went through and I posted my picture of Jason. I, I'm pretty sure he's holding Kristen Bell's baby. And uh, so, but it's Jason Aww. holding a baby. So that's you know. So this yes, is what assaulted just... my eyes when I looked at my computer just a second ago, <laughs> and I was rendered all around. And depending on who you are, you may be happy that I'm speechless. <laughs> Actually, all of you are probably happy that I'm speechless. So maybe we should just continue with this. <laughs> I lost I lost my window where I can see everybody's pictures. <laughs> well, our pictures aren't uh, nearly as nice to look at as yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's start. So uh, in chapter 28, um, Veronica is driving out to the out to the place where Willie says that he dropped Haley off. And um, Matt calls and says that the meatloaf story, which was the proof of life for Haley that was uh, supposed to prove that they had her, was posted on Facebook five years ago. So that oh, didn't right. actually check out. And then she goes to the diner and realizes how close that diner is to Stanford. Uh, yes, yeah, so we yeah. know that he has that he had time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I really like the way that the the um the chapter just ended on that like it didn't explain it mm -hmm. yeah you um, just have to kind of yeah. figure it out there or just turn the page well yeah <laughs> <laughs> but if we would have stopped on this chapter instead of the previous one <laughs> <laughs> then we would have had a cliffhanger to go on <laughs> you all would have had to speculate on what that meant <laughs> yeah or been like uh nope. whatever i'll find out next time <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because at this chapter point, I was still kind of like, eh, you know, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, but then, you know, we went on, and I then it got good. It all did. Of a sudden. It picked up, didn't it? it did. Yes. Um, okay, so in chapter like, twenty-nine, so it didn't pick up, you know, earlier in the story. Right, that would have been nice. <laughs> um, so in chapter twenty-nine, Veronica checks out the motel uh, across the street from the diner and finds out that Chad and Haley did stay there. And um, she checks out the room, and we uh, sort of get her inner monologue remembering back to when she was looking for Amelia Delongprey, which was very similar. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, she finds blood, and then she <laughs> finds Haley's body in a field. Okay, yes, I was outrageously disappointed. They could have switched over to blue ink for <laughs> the idea of Amelia Delongprey. Like that, that needs to be a thing. <laughs> So that way we know when we're in a flashback. That would have been amazing. 
That would have been very cool, except I probably wouldn't work on my black and white Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it could have just been a gray color. Yeah, yeah. you're like, what's happening? I'd be like, that? why is this doing that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. Technology's advanced. I'm sure that they could figure out a way to do it. That they could make the background blue instead of the text or something. I don't know. Whatever. But, yeah. I'm picking up what you're laying down, though. It would be good. <laughs> so this would have been a better chapter to end on than last time, but I didn't remember what happened when... <laughs> Well, this is where I had, this is where I thought we were supposed to end That's where last you time. Stopped. So this is where I ended, yes. and I was like, "What?" I was like I was so ready to go. So above, above, like my own interest in seeing how the chapter ended was the fact that uh, Yvette had such like a enthusiastic like what moment, and she expressed it, and I'm like, "Okay, I don't really even care, but I really want to know why she said that." Yeah. <laughs> and for me, I am. Um... It became almost a point of pride in the fact that I didn't buy this book. I was renting it from the library, and I kept just renewing it and renewing it and returning it and renting it again. And um, I was like, no, I am not. No. And so when we finished recording, I like was like, okay, I can just go through and read all of this. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, oh my god, I want to read this. And this, this is awesome. We need to read this. Why didn't it? Why wasn't it this awesome back, you know, at the beginning? But yeah, whatever. Yeah. I would say this is why we're going to need, we're going to read the next book in one large chunk rather than uh, splitting it up. Thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. That'll be easier. That we can just see the whole awesomeness rather than, you know, wading through the not so awesomeness. Yeah. yeah I kind of, yeah. I kind of feel bad that, um, like that everybody thinks that we, you know, hate this book or whatever, because we don't. It's just that that we were reading it in such a way where it was like we were waiting for the good stuff. Yeah. And we knew that there we knew that there had to be something better than what we were reading and we've just taken us too long to get there. Exactly. <laughs> very true. I, I remember a conversation we had once about the idea that the way that we watched the TV show just made us a lot more critical of it. Mm -hmm. And I think that was definitely came through with the book, the fact that we were reading it in chunks. I mean, this is, this is not high literature. This is not war and peace. You do not need time to analyze this. This is a, <laughs> let's read it in an afternoon. This is the sort of book that you need to just read in one go over a weekend, like a bottle of wine. I would agree. Like it's, it's good. Um, it's just, you know, I mean, like, cause I like blew through it and when I blow through it and I'm not trying to like figure out and take notes and do anything like that, like, it's like, okay, it's just easy breezy, you know, but you're right. It's like the slower that we went, the more I'm like, Oh, why are they wording? Th why is this word here? <laughs> why is she describing this person in this such way? Like, yeah. you know, Logan's vulpine face. <laughs> oh yes. I will never forget the vulpine face <laughs> ever. I will not forgive them for that. <laughs> like, could you imagine what would happen if we had to read, like, say, pick a book that you, like, love, 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 and could you imagine having to read, you know, one of your very favorite books in such a way where you had to rip it apart every time? Like, it, it would I, be, it would be awful, well, I think. So, so no. some of them would be good. No. If it's, if it's like, if it's meaty and it's like, you know, it's worthy of that. But like, for example, like, I remember loving the Sweet Valley High books. This, <laughs> this book <laughs> reminded me a lot of the Sweet Valley High books where it's like a fond memory. It's like characters that I love and like whatever. But like, 
if I was to read them again and actually read them for like instead of nostalgic value, like read them to analyze them, I would drive myself insane. Yes, I, <laughs> I have done repeated chapter by chapter read throughs of several of Jane Austen's books. They are stories that are written that, that are so well written that you can go through and every time you read there is something new that you're discovering and it it has that the, the characters and the plot and it like you said it's meaty and you can find something new in it i did not read sweet valley high i was more of a babysitter's <laughs> club i could not do chapter by chapter analysis of babysitter's club like no, no. Sorry. Chapter by chapter analysis of Babysitter's Club, but maybe that's just me. That's our next podcast. I'll be the newbie. Okay. I'll have to be a newbie too because I've never read them. (laughs) I will go through and find a funky beret and one long chunky earring in honor of like Claudia and. Oh, Claudia Kishi. Yes, and I'm I'm figuring that you'll bring up the 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 Stacy style side of it. Because she was from New York City. (laughs) Anyway, back to this book. (laughs) That's a different Mm. podcast. Coming soon to a podcatcher near you. Um, (laughs) So in chapter 30, we find out that, well, we don't really find out, but Veronica muses that Chad killed Haley and dumped the body. And Chad goes on a high-speed chase on TV. Go, uh, OJ, go, OJ, go. (laughs) And Veronica calls Leanne to tell her about Haley. Oh my god, Jimmy, do you remember the little watch that had the the hands, instead of being like regular hands, one of them was a police cruiser and the other one was a white Bronco? No. Wow. Am I supposed to remember that? Is that something we've talked about? Well, you're over here singing the O.J. Simpson song. Oh no! No. But I'm just trying to avoid talking about the book, so. (laughs) We need to talk about the book this time. It was good this time. It was good this time. I I, I will admit that it was it was very good this time. Um. (laughs) But I think that um, this was like when it started to pick up. Did she wait? Had she found the body yet? Yeah, she found the body in twenty nine. At this point, she's like waiting for the police as they do their investigation, and they told her not to leave. And yeah, she's so watching she's... Chad on the high speed chase in the diner. And she's yeah, she's oh, sitting right. in the diner playing with her eggs. Yeah, and that's not a euphemism. She's playing no. with her eggs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. It, it didn't occur to me until after it said I said it. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this was kind of unex, kind of uh, unexpected and expected at the same time. It was like, okay, you know, we had all these people thrown at us, and and we kind of probably should have known that it was going to be the boyfriend. Um, but yet it was still kind of surprising when when this all came about. I think. For me, anyways. For me, for you, dog. Well, I think it was because we, up until this point, we were assuming that uh, the same person had taken both of them. And so the boyfriend, like, why would the boyfriend take this other random girl? Uh, true, because we still don't don't know yet that it's two people. Though, right. Okay, though but... we could have taken the second girl just to, like, cover up for, for the first girl, you know? <laughs> 
I don't know. Like about this time, I kind of figured out that Aurora, like, I fi- I just figured out that she was like you know because it is a trope that you like I've seen before. So like, I figured out that since I didn't think that he had her, that this is probably what happened. Anyway, anyone else? Mm. No. No, Me. I it, I didn't see it coming. Okay. I mean, I, it was it was more complicated than I thought, but I just figured that she that's what she did. But I really wanted Leanne to have some hand in it. Yeah, I'm sad Leanne wasn't in on it. Yeah. Like, I wanted her to have, like, abducted her daughter. Or killed her daughter, even. I would have been fine with Leanne being a killer. (laughs) Me too. That would have been the best outcome right there. Yeah. I agree. If if we found out that Leanne had kidnapped and killed both of them. Oh, my God. That would have been amazing. Yeah. (laughs) We should write the next book. Oh, wait. The only thing that could have been better than that is if Lynn Eccles did it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> she suffocated them with silicon it, it turns out to be like one of those old time uh snow white myths where the the evil queen was killing all of the girls to sort of like suck up their beauty to absorb oh, it her own power nice. that could totally be a, a lynn eccles thing oh i love it. lynn eccles is bathing in like young blood yes. you know what she's like doing? elizabeth she's, bathory she's stealing their lips <laughs> <laughs> and applying that to her own. Yeah, she's injecting their sweet, like, childhood fat into her, like, her lips. Yeah. This is so wrong. <laughs> but seriously, what a good plot line that would be. Lynn Lin Eccles for the Wicked that, Witch. I, I'm thinking of the episode of Doctor Who where, like, the fat got up and the was adipose. running away from people. <laughs> so it's like she she's stealing them just so that way she can get their fat to inject into her breasts and her lips. And have you seen those cute little adipose dolls? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of, actually. I, I just had this flashback to, did anybody watch um, the, the Friday the 13th series in the 80s? It was like this really bad television show. It didn't have anything to do with Friday the 13th, like the slasher fix. But it oh, was like this girl no. and this guy. Was that was like this... supernatural stuff? Sort of like Warehouse yeah, they... 13? Where they were off yeah, investigating was... random things? Yeah, there was a girl and a guy and an older guy. And they owned this like antique shop. And, yeah. and But the antique shop was like this thing that they collected all these like mysterious objects and everything. There was this one episode where where there was this this mirror, this compact that this woman would have, and if she would if she would look in the compact and she would flash the light onto somebody, that person's that person would like you know die horrifically or their face would become disfigured, and she would take on their youngness be, by you know flashing the light of their compact on them. That's what that just made me think of. Okay. So if anybody else, wow, that, <laughs> <laughs> wow, Jimmy. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. That sounds horrific. Horrifying, really. (laughs) Yes. I'll have to try and find the episode somewhere. It's got to exist somewhere. Yeah. Wow. Listeners, do you know what Jimmy's talking about? If if so. And next time, we'll watch that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Okay. Facebook group. Next chapter, uh, chat is caught. Tanner uh, wants to pay the ransom. Jackson offers to take it to his safe at the Neptune Grand. And Adrian comes in at the very end and said he knows where Rory went. Why? Why did? Why did um, Veronica let him take that money? She, like, she agreed that it was a good idea, and I don't understand what happened there. Because she was suspecting the dad. 
Yeah, she wasn't that, expecting yeah. the the other dude. ransom guy. I guess, yeah. She hadn't made that call yet. She should have talked to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I didn't get that, guess that part of it. Anyway. So then in 32, um, uh, Rory tells his story about how Aurora came to visit him in order to meet up with an older guy and disappear. That little liar. <laughs> I mean, did anyone really believe that? No. I, 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 I kind of I bought it. I mean, I, I was thinking that she had, she came out to his college for something, but not that. Not, oh, there was this older guy and like, okay, that's some sort of form of BS. Yeah. I think it's I, a half-truth, but not, yeah. I, I, I actually didn't like that turn of it. I thought, thought that it was a little, uh, a little convenient. I don't know. Just a little out of left field. You know, like, it's, like, not something that I, you could kind of deduce from the clues and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, they yeah. were scrambling at this point to, you know, come up with something else since the other girl had been found. Yeah, it's true. Um, in 33, a female named Lee Jackson returns Veronica's call. <laughs> were any of you surprised by this? Yes. Oh. Yes. I was, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I definitely, this whole, this, this whole, I did not figure out that it was, that Aurora was involved. I really thought it was Tanner. So, so all of this really got me. Um, also in the chapter, Fake Lee Jackson, who I'm, what I'm calling him now, is un unconscious in an alley with pinto beans surrounding him. <laughs> this was the weirdest that, thing. Yeah, that, I'm still a little, I mean, I, 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 I don't get it. Maraca, but it was still, like, just really confusing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I had no clue what the pinto beans were about until it was spelled out. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah I, I think didn't the chapter end like that or something like that, and I'm like, ah, uh? they were like, yeah, like, are we supposed just to like make a connection. Yeah, I'm like hey. I know pinto beans. What? Yeah. He was uh gonna go and have some burritos. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like pinto beans in my burritos. Black beans. <laughs> yeah, black beans all the way. Well, I guess that's why someone made a Morocco, a Morocco out of it, because <laughs> they couldn't use them for their burritos. Um, in 31, Tanner is out for a run, and Veronica thinks that uh, he is working with the fake Lee Jackson, but then Tanner comes home after Veronica's like, he's not going to come home. <laughs> but, because Veronica does have to be wrong, at least. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But well, Tanner and, does know, have a flight at 6 a.m. and uh, Hunter's Maraca is full of beans. <laughs> that is not a euphemism. <laughs> but, you know, I think that, that that made for a really kind of interesting scene between Veronica and her mother and the, like, the whole you can't take this away from me and, you know, like that whole this this whole new life that she built and was Veronica coming and trying to rip that away from her, you know, because you could still see that, that um, her mother is still completely clueless as to, as to like real world, what's happening in the real world. If it doesn't pertain to her specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And you get this whole, okay, you're totally believing Veronica and, you know, well, you know, Tanner's got to be in on it. And then he comes in and, and Veronica kind of has to eat crow a little bit. And, but then, no, it's actually him and he's in on it. Like, he didn't go and hit the guy over the head, but he was leaving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was he leaving or or was he leaving or did um, Aurora make that? Oh, the 6 a.m. flight? Yeah. I'm not sure. I thought he was leaving, for sure. I thought Aurora was trying to frame him. Oh, God, that'd be so smart. Ah, That would have been good. That's probably it. Because why would he leave by himself when he's working with her? Yeah, like, that doesn't make any sense that there's no... Like, he thinks he's leaving with Aurora, right? Probably. If they were planning to leave at that point. The ticket could be, uh, could be, like, planted by her to get him caught. That's a good thought, Jimmy. I hadn't actually considered that. That is a good thought. Yeah. You want to tell Rob Thomas? (laughs) 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 I don't think it was actually spelled out. (laughs) It's not, but now he can. Yeah. Because he would if he knew. (laughs) exactly okay then um let's see then 35 uh tanner admits to plotting with um fake lee jackson who was actually named ship but i like fake lee jackson better yeah me too and his his name is something shepherd yeah you just kept calling him ship yeah yeah um and he's also been plotting with his daughter, but not to steal the money from Shep. That wasn't him. Um, and then Veronica has an epiphany while she's watching with Norris and tells him that she'll have the answers in an hour. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs> I can just hear. I can just hear her like with the roadrunner beep beep, and she's like she's out of there. <laughs> <laughs> there's, just, there's just a cloud yeah, up, this is a cloud uh, line of Veronica. <laughs> she speeds away. Because, yeah. <laughs> wait, where was she? Oh, because she was off to go see Adrian, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, because she had figured it out because of something that um, that Tanner said about he had been with Aurora like 30 minutes before or something. and uh, But then the police couldn't find any trace of her at the place that he said so okay but that that um one this is the one part that kind of didn't make any sense to me and i know that they kind of covered it because aurora broke into the to the ho to the motel just long enough for him to see her there but like how did he that just didn't make it just didn't work for me Like, how did she know when he was going to be there, and, and you know, uh, how did she get in there just in the right time that her dad was supposed to go see her there? You know, there was just a whole bunch of, that was the only part that I, that, that didn't make sense, that didn't. Maybe she had been staying like, there, and just hadn't been seen. Like, maybe she had been there that week that he thought she was, and. No, she, she never stayed there. She said that, um, they said later that she never checked in because that was that was part of 
part of the investigation was, you know, she they were looking for her there and nobody nobody had been in that room. She had never checked into that room. Okay. Yeah, see this <laughs> it's funny because like this last bit of the book I was so excited to get it over with. I like sped through it. So like these things, like you know, <laughs> you didn't I, pick them out. I did I didn't even yeah. pick them up. I like totally hand waved it and like now that you're pointing it out, like if I had read it more slowly, this would have bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is great. <laughs> now I'm like, oh wait. <laughs> well, I think we were all just really excited because there was action happening. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> and we were so close to the end. And there yes. weren't just spring break parties going on. Over and we and were like, again. we were like turning the pages to see if like, you know, Lynn, Lynn was a killer or what, or right. Liam, one yeah. of the two. Yeah. Surprise appearance by Lynn. It, it, it just, okay. I know it's a bit, uh, it's. Stop thinking. Book. Just stop it's thinking. It's a book. But, but I read enough mysteries that y you need to have clues sort of see. There were not enough clues seated in about yeah. the idea that Aurora, the whole thing between Aurora and Rory, and that it, this just, it, it came out of left field. Well, that's with what I was saying. Aurora is Rory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's her boyfriend's name? Adrian. 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 Whatever. I don't know. I don't so, know. Like, like, they're all so. merging together. So that's one thing I do have to say that, bo that bothered me about the book in, in total is that I feel like, um, like, you know, I, I like the, there's two kinds of mysteries, right? The kind where you logically can deduce who the killer is if you, if you catch up on the clues, like throughout the story. Um, and then there's a kind that just comes out of left field and like, uh -huh. what, you know? Um, and I feel like this was a little bit of the second, which isn't my favorite kind. And I just kind of had to accept that, I guess. Well, and, and I think that, here we see the problem with maybe Rob Thomas writing compared to visually giving us the story, which we've pointed out several instances of this yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. in oh. this book. This isn't this isn't writing. This, no, it is not. Not but it's structure. But that's and part of how, the writing. How do you pace out? I mean, if he can pace out a mystery on screen. You should mm -hmm. be able to pace out a mystery in a book. But he can show you yeah. clues on screen, whereas he maybe has a hard time figuring out without putting a blinking light over it that says clue, clue, clue. Um, and also, and also, like he can text. limit, right? And he can limit like the scope of what of the um, of the narrative because it is from Veronica's. Like you know, I mean, this one's from Veronica's. Like it's limited POV. However, the other one's like you know, just from her POV because it's first person. And so that's, but by that nature, we can accept things that she doesn't necessarily know because she would never know them. Whereas, I don't know, this is limited through a per person POV and it's a little bit more difficult for me to accept in this form. I don't know if I'm making any sense, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you are. I get it. You are. You are. And, and I agree with um, both Naomi and Alika. Like it's, if you read any mystery, you, do you kind of expect, you know, like this is just not really structured that much like a mystery novel, which is weird because it's like, okay, so this person, these people were killed, but we literally have no, we have nothing to go on. Like there's yeah. at no point could we have ever guessed what was going to happen. Like how does Veronica know? Like how would those pinto beans make her think of a Veronica? <laughs> you know, like it makes no sense. But... <laughs> That but make, I do. Me, make me think, God, I really want a burrito. I know. Black beans. <laughs> but I wish they were black beans. Yeah. Actually, when, when I first read that, I was thinking that somehow, like, because they were by warehouses, and I was like, something 
in the warehouse, somebody's smuggling something, or maybe maybe there are rats around, and like he got hit, and there's rats that are bringing that left food. I don't, I was so confused by the pinto beans. That's your problem so right there. I was not thinking. That was that was the benefit that I, I, I there was just no thinking. Next book, just, no thinking. There was just reading, and you know, I mean, I I guess that's like also. Um, I forgot what I was going to say, but like, I, I, I think that, um, you know, it, that, oh yeah, because like the show is film noir. It's not really like, you know, just in film noir, it is very much kind of like this. Like it's, 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 it's more about the theatricality of it. And so that comes across in the show, but you know, this doesn't read like a good, one of those film noir novels, right? It reads yeah. like a film noir, it reads before what it is, a, a film noir show adapted into a show whereas if he went back and he read read film noir like actual books that were and not the tv and, and not the visual medium he might have had a better hand at writing this because it reads yes. very differently that's on screen yeah it does like if this was like a sam spade novel we would have at least had a, a few more interactions with adrian or whatever like we've had what two previous well, to yeah. now and we have lots with like well at least a couple more with like Haley's family so like with crane and and you know like we could kind of jump on those weird characters that we saw and uh and accuse them right and veronica bewood would be wearing a hat and red lipstick oh she looks amazing <laughs> mm-hmm. and really nice shoes oh yeah yeah and she'd be leering at someone <laughs> nice shoes uh-huh. <laughs> and really nice shoes that's right um okay so in the next chapter Veronica goes to Adrian's and tells him what's going on and then gets tased by Aurora. Ow. Yay, tasing. <laughs> I'm so happy there was tasing. Okay, did Aurora have a taser and then she got Veronica's taser from her purse? Yes. Okay. And there was two tasers. I was so, so confused because okay. I was like, she just tased her. Why does Veronica care that now she has her taser? <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I just skipped over it and assumed that she got Veronica's tasers. Now that I'm, I'm supposed to accept the fact that there's two tasers, I'm having yes! a problem. Why is there two tasers? I really went back and read it again. Like, went back to the previous chapter, read it where she got tased, and then went back forward and read and was like, okay, I guess there's two tasers. It's not perfectly clear here. There's two. That's too hard to believe. There's not two tasers. Like, I don't believe two tasers. (laughs) (laughs) I have a question. At this point, I was just like, what? How many people have tasers? Like, really? Seriously. I have a taser. Hey. I have a taser. <laughs> but like multiple people, like she just happened to have a taser too. Yeah, like, why of, not? Like two out of five, else. Malika. <laughs> well, if me and Naomi ever end up in the same room, we're tasing each other. Woo. No. Wow. <laughs> you don't I taste watch. Well, <laughs> oh, I can't. I'm gonna get a taser too, just so I, yeah, just so I can be with y'all. I'm gonna get a taser. Okay. So, I mean, my. Mine is not like Veronica's. Veronica has like that big industrial model. Mine is like a little slim thing. It's bigger than a lipstick. It's more like a little travel perfume size. Oh, that's nice. Mine's the size of my cell phone. Like it would fit in a cell phone case. Mm-hmm. Y'all are fancy. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the next chapter, Adrian Devon. Okay, have yeah. we? figured out yet that adrian is the boyfriend no this is now um adrian and aurora are a couple the plan is revealed and adrian says that they need to kill veronica when keith arrives all right so adrian before though was playing lady gaga on the piano at that 
beach party, yep. right? Yeah. So was Adrian just by himself at the party while Aurora was back at the hotel and he was just playing Lady Gaga on the piano? He must like just have been for fun. So she would see him. No, they, they were both at the party together. But no. was she that night? I thought that was the yeah. night. No, because that's when Veronica was there. Oh, no. Veronica saw Aurora at that party. That's right. Veronica they saw Aurora. And then when she saw her on TV, she was like, oh, I saw her. And she saw her with. Oh, um, okay. You're right. You're right. That's right. Mm-hmm. The, the drug cartel guy. That's right. She was wearing the bikini. That, yeah. That, that was one of the, that, that was one of the points of his story that was true. <laughs> <laughs> Figuring out which, which is difficult. So apparently he took his uh, pretending to be gay very seriously. He, you know, was playing Lady Gaga on the piano. I don't know. <laughs> he was like a, he was a walking stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's what he did, is to, to make it believable. He just took the stereotype and ran with it. I want to know how seriously he took it. <laughs> so what's the opposite of a beard? Like a mustache? Like, what is he doing? Uh, um, I don't think I know that terminology. And they just started it to see if they could pull it off. So, like, so really? Yeah. You're that bored? Like, Hey, let's pretend. Why don't you pretend to be gay so that way you can just have access to my bedroom and we can have lots of sex without Seriously. my parents? I mean, like, it's a what? great plan. I mean, it's pretty genius if you think it really about it. It really is. <laughs> she is a genius. That they're is. having sleepovers. They're having, you know, they're like, oh, you saw my boobs. No bigs. Oh. <laughs> and all he had to do was learn how to play Lady Gaga's entire catalog on the piano when he was ready. <laughs> <laughs> Note to all the straight men out there: This is how you could get lucky too. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> or, just, or just be like a stand-up guy and like ask her out. Like that's another option for you. <laughs> just saying. Of course, you couldn't get involved in a super like conspiracy plot unless you did this. But it's yeah, overrated. Because just remember, you. guys who are straight who pretend to be gay. End up trying to kill people. You don't want to kill people. That that's we, we don't advocate that. So don't be that guy. What is this? You you yeah. may taste you may taste people. You may taste people. You may, but yeah. you may not kill them. That's what we're saying. <laughs> that's right. Tasting is fine. Killing yeah. is not. Just keep that in mind, people. Good takeaway from that, this podcast. Yes, that I know. Stun. <laughs> we learned nothing from Star Trek. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chapter 38. Adrian disarms Keith and Veronica uses her gun to kill the evil lamp. Knows <laughs> <laughs> it. Um she called did she called Keith? Um she called Keith on her way there. But we didn't know that, right? No, we, we didn't until, know that. Until he showed up. Until he showed up. No. Yeah, that that was another thing that was like, there, no, there were nice things in here, though. Like, um, Veronica said, oh, good, he's finally here, like, in her head. And she also said something like, um, I've got to keep him talking. I can't let him put the gag in until I can get him talking. Like, there were little hints that she was recording it and that she knew that Keith would come and find her. And there were things, actually, that did make sense on the reread. Oh, you reread? Well, yes, I reread. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, she has to reread for notes. I know. I'm like, wow, that went hard. I just read it the once. 
It's done, done. So this part actually did work. Okay. okay. We believe Take you. Take my word for it. I know, we believe yeah, I, you. I, I'm I mean, going to go back. <laughs> there are some things that, I mean, I, I know a lot of the problems that I had with the show. Voiceover. Voiceover. Um, <clears throat> I know a lot of that ended up being, I'm like, no, it's a Nora thing. It's just the style. It, that, I don't know. There's there's a point where you've got, yes, you can have the style, but then, my God, Veronica ends up, like, hit over the head or tasered or tied <laughs> up in a closet an awful lot. I just, she, she needs to overcome that problem. Well, Giles got hit over the head a lot, that's so right. that, that doesn't necessarily bother me at all. Um, it's just, it's, I just wish that they would kind of mix it up sometimes. Yeah. Well, Keith got hit over the head too, so punched in the stomach or something. And a bloody nose or something. Yeah. Yeah, like for a whole like episode. And Logan's constantly nose. getting beat up. It's not just Veronica. Of course, he goes and asks. Well, he, well they all go and ask for it. Deserves it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Um, and while they are, uh, I think they're outside while they're arresting them. I don't know, but Keith and Keith says that they're partners, and it was a aw moment. Aww. That was very sweet. Yeah. And I, then in the I... final chapter, sorry, I'm speeding through this a little bit because I know Malika has to go soon. Um, oh. Petra Landros drops off uh, their check, so they got paid. Woohoo! Yay! And Lamb takes credit for finding Aurora, of course. Um, Keith is back at work, and Leanne and Hunter show up, and Leanne talks to Keith, and Hunter says his mom might go to jail, and Veronica hugs Leanne before they leave. Leanne, the worst. Always sorry, the so worst. What was that? What, what, what? Well, so, you know, I almost felt bad for Leanne moments no. at the end of this. And I said almost. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I, I just, it came out. I couldn't help it. And then I remembered how much of a biot she is. And I was like, you know what? No, I I, I can't. I, I, I know that he's trying to like, not he, but they, whoever, the powers that be are trying to maybe make us forgive her or something but like not forgive her but give her a little slack maybe i don't know but i just can't do it yeah i don't care about hunter at all does anybody... i don't care about the whole family no yeah. i really don't okay. i just don't care like i know i'm okay, supposed so to be apparently... like, oh it's veronica's brother don't care yeah no apparently i read a fanfic that was written after this book came out oh, no. um I it it did not spoil the book in any way because I didn't even it was no. just like nope um but it it dealt with the idea of you know I think the summer was like Veronica's mom is back in town with a stepbrother in tow and I was like oh and and so Veronica gets roped into babysitting him and it was Leanne being horrible and I was just like okay yep check that's all normal and the the stepbrother being all screwed up, and I'm like, okay, that seems reasonable. And yeah, I had so from that story when I was reading this, I was like, 
oh, so that wasn't just something that somebody imagined. This was like actually <laughs> canon. Uh-huh. Like I could accept it when it was like yeah. fanfic, but well, in 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 that story, like Leanne just she was supposed to leave him with Veronica for just a couple hours while she did some court thing. She like left for and two. She months. left for like a week. <laughs> And yes, I was just like, oh, okay, well, I feel sorry for this kid now. I feel sorry for him, definitely being raised by Leanne. Yeah, yeah I know. Seriously. That's the only reason I would feel, feel I only felt bad for him is the fact that that was his mom. Well, and his I really dad didn't care about him. His sister are going to jail. I know, but worse is the fact that she's his mom. Yeah. And I just, I and mean, he like. He have a Keith in his life. Mm-mm. Right. To balance it but, out. But I don't want her to because I care less about it. Like, you know, it's just like I wouldn't want to see another story that starred Hunter. No. Yeah, I don't want him to ever show back up again. Yeah. He needs to just go back to his home planet. (laughs) (laughs) But but I think it's, I mean, uh, well, uh, the new book is out, right? We can. Okay. I have a feeling that he's going to be prominent in the next book because I have a feeling Leanne's going to be in jail for... Um, accessory. Stop. Oh my god, is the next book called like Hunter's Follies uh. or something? Oh god. <laughs> like Veronica's getting too stable. old. Veronica's <laughs> getting too old, so he she passes a baton onto Hunter. Oh, okay, god, that, no. that would be sort of cute though. No. no. <laughs> Hell no. I think so. Hunter Mars. Yeah, oh wait, no, he's not a Mars. Veronica <laughs> could be. Okay, prediction. Without prediction, because like what I hope doesn't happen is that Veronica's pregnant with Logan's child, and like you know she's like and like she has to get into trouble, and then the like, country has to save her. Like if that happens, I will kill myself. He's like five. <laughs> he's six. When we get fast forward, this is a book, you know. Okay, you did not. Did, you give me seven. Ever, did I ever fully explain my idea for what the movie? What like while we were watching the last season, and I was like. This is what I want the movie to be. And yes, I was partially did. right in the fact that it was a school reunion. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You did. But my thing was the fact that, that you know, Logan and Veronica had been together for the whole time. And that Veronica was out on a case when she ran and when she fat stumbled on Leanne. Leanne? Wait. Too many L's. Logan's mom. Who's Logan's mom? Lynn. 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 Thank you. Yeah. So, no. It was, Yeah. I, I'm okay with Veronica being pregnant, but oh, not right no. now. She couldn't possibly be pregnant because Logan is not in the book. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he mailed her his sperm, she's not pregnant. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying right this second, but I just mean at, as a concept, I'm okay with it. Veronica's pregnant with Dick's baby. Oh my god, yes. Please. Okay, what's even, we have... what's even better is if, like, you know, Dick mailed Veronica his sperm. <laughs> and that's how she's pregnant. Because <laughs> she just accidentally be... opened the envelope. Yeah. And she's like, what is this? And then, like, Dick's sperm is, like, so wily that it's like, ha ha ha! Got you pregnant! <laughs> that's so good. Oh, oh god. And so we've moved from film, film noir to one of those, those comedy movies. Oh, yes. oh wow! It's like the porn version of Veronica Mars. Like, <laughs> oh my God, there's gotta be one, right? There's gotta be one. 
I, I propose oh. that, you know, several of us watch that and <laughs> <laughs> review. I know, Heidi, Absolutely. you're not down, but right. I'll totally watch a Veronica Mars. Yeah, you, got, yep. you guys can go ahead and record that. And... We'll do a commentary <laughs> track. <laughs> go for the comedy. We can take both of those points. Like, Logan is stuck overseas somewhere, so he overnights this thing of sperm. Dick is stumbling around and, like, breaks it and decides that he has to refill the jar. At... Oh, my gosh. I what? I will, I will write that. I will write that movie. <laughs> and apparently, I mean, just from the way that it's being portrayed on the internet anyway, if if I can, if if we can, you know, petition enough, the, the actors will <laughs> act out fanfic for us. So, you know, I mean, that's what Play It Again Dick is. So, yeah, let's do that. Oh, boy. Right, okay, we, we have to move on to quotes now. Uh, there weren't really a whole lot of quotes. There was not a lot. I, think I got I have two. To... I have the book because I just wrote down the pages because I did not feel like writing down the actual. <laughs> I have no quotes. Um, yeah, I have no quotes. I guess I could try to find my book, but I don't remember where my. <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> I have no idea where I'm. I have one. I just found a Veronica Mars porn. Sorry, y'all. Oh, man. So did I. There we go. All right. Did you well, find the same one? Okay. So my quote is, okay, okay. So what was Mr. Shepard's plan? Walk me through it like I'm stupid, Lamb said. Nora snorted softly, and Veronica's esteem for the man rose dramatically. <laughs> oh, I got, um, <laughs> wouldn't it, oh, so, uh, the, hold on. That the lady, I can't remember what her name was. She said, uh, "You know, you're you're a remarkable, a remarkable young woman." She tapped the corner of her mouth with one manicured index finger. Bright, resourceful, and about as dogged as anybody I've ever met. I have to confess, she smiled more warmly. I feel safer knowing you're a Neptune looking, a Neptune looking after us all. And then Veronica says, "Wouldn't it be cheaper in the long run for the chamber to to back a competent sheriff than to rely on me to fix Lamb's screw-ups?" <laughs> I love how both of our quotes are about Lamb's ineptitude <laughs> um let's see one more i have um ah the misanthropy levels are high in here today mac mac picked up a check from the desk snapping it briskly this should cheer you up you can pay rent and afford a technical analyst slash super hot secretary for the next few months at the very least <laughs> i almost i almost did that one, but I never knew how to say that word out loud. I don't think I said it right, actually. <laughs> that's how I was going to say it, but then I was like, I don't think that's right. <laughs> Naomi, how do you say that word? Um, I, what's the word? Misan, misanthropy. Oh, misanthropic. Mis Sorry. Misanthropic. But yep. it's, it's in the Y. Misanthropy. Mis misanthropy, yeah. Misanthropy. <laughs> no idea. See? <laughs> say it with enough confidence and we'll all go, yeah, sure. Yes, that was it. <laughs> that's it. I tried, but I so, think I stumbled a little. I also have um, Keith. Next time, I want you to wait for me. I'm your backup, Veronica. He has to, He hesitated for a moment. I'm your partner. Aww. Aww. See, I like it, but I don't know. Just the fact that like it's in a book, it sounds weird. Like I can see Keith saying it, and then it makes me all feels. But when I'm like, reading it, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I like the way this written. Okay. I'm done whining. Okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm picturing you doing like, that little 
sort of four-year-old where they're like wiggling their shoulders almost at a 90 degree. You're like, I That's don't pretty want much what to I'm... wear this shirt. I don't like it. It's itchy. <laughs> okay, so I didn't know my uh, video camera's on because that's exactly what I was doing. Because <laughs> I'm squirming. I'm like, I don't really like it. I don't like the way it's written. <laughs> it's itchy. Okay, we get to do ratings this time. So we get to rate the book. Oh. So, oh, I didn't think about this. Uh, yeah. So I think overall, as a whole, it was a fun read. I think it would have been more f- fun and and interesting and less um, jostling to read it over, like, the course of uh, a week or so as opposed to three months or four months, however long it took us to read this book. But I think the ending was worth it. Um, and I, I'm going to, I say that it was probably um, seven, uh, six and a half out of 10 Pinto beans. Wow. Um, okay. So I'm even, Okay, trying to to take aside the way that we read it, like actually thinking about what the content was, and just if I had read it all in one go, it it's an okay book. It's not. It wasn't as good as an episode. Um, it's it, it, eh. um, I'm going to give it four and a half. Um, angsty artisty teenage diaries. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, this was pretty, this is a pretty bad book. Uh, the, the end <laughs> cool. Like, I'm glad that it kind of, you know, whatever. But I feel like even if I'd been reading right through this, I, I would have just forgotten about it, you know? Like, even just now, I so, I've sort of forgotten about everything that happened up to now. So I'm going to go with three out of ten Lady Gaga piano covers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... The ending was better than the rest of the book, but yeah, like if if I read it all the way through, and I'll just kind of put that head on because I don't want to be like we're critical for something that doesn't deserve it. Um, I don't know, like honestly, I probably would have gotten bored like within the first few chapters and just put it down. But then it was Veronica Mars, so I'd have like a nostalgic feel. I don't know. I, I'd say probably like four and a half out of ten dickless endings. <laughs> so I missed it. <laughs> I missed okay. Dick, so that's, uh-huh. yeah. We got that. Um, I, I, th- I enjoyed it uh, more the first time, uh, and I did Without read it us. all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the way we were reading it, definitely. Um, but I did enjoy it more the first time. But it still wasn't great. Like, I liked the movie way more. Um John Pavlich actually, uh, he hasn't been feeling well, so he did not send in feedback, but he has an argument that, uh, this is what the movie should have been. So I, I, if we ever do get that from him, we will read it because, uh, I would like to hear his arguments because I don't agree. And so it, it would be interesting to hear that perspective. But yeah, you know what? I don't agree, but at the however, at the same time, is that I do think that this would work better as a. Um, it definitely worked worked better in a visual medium. In fact, oh, yeah. it probably would have been good in a visual medium, 
um, than it was in a book because part of what was the main, what really disturbed me was the fact that it was the writing, right? And so I think it would have played good, played played well. Sorry, excuse my English. Um, <laughs> in a visual medium, and I think that there would be a lot more surprises, and I would have forgiven it a lot more. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm thinking like there would have there would have needed to be. You couldn't just jump directly into if this was the mystery of the movie, and it was somehow Keith had gotten hurt on a case. And he was the one that I'm like, you would have had him being like so annoyed that he had to do it and frustrated. But the idea that Keith was the one to call Veronica back to Neptune to help him find these missing girls. That I think would have been a much better mystery than what we got in the movie. I could totally see that. Yeah, no, I, I don't, don't even so. remember the mystery in the movie. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember neither the, do I. But parts of What's it, her but, face? Like, it was Carrie. I just remember Gia. Yeah. yeah. I just remember Gia in that. I, I, I didn't really care. Now, looking back in hindsight, so for nostalgia, I didn't really care too much for the movie. But anyway, anyway. I, would, I would like to hear John's argument. Yeah, I would. I would he's ready yes, for that. Exactly. Yeah. I would like to hear the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I love me some John, so I'll listen. But mm-hmm. I, I think <laughs> it's wrong. I'm just saying. <laughs> John, well, I love the movie to pieces. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway, my rating for this book is going to be six out of ten. Oh, I had a rating. <laughs> I had a rating. How did it go? Um, six, six out of ten. Oh, I had a rating. Dang it! No, there I we had go. Um, sure, you did. I did. I thought of it, and then it went away. Um. It really went away. Okay, six out of ten uh, cars that Veronica's gonna have to give back to Logan. It's okay. You, you should have just gone with missing Logans. Missing Logans. Oh, yeah. I'm still confused about Dickless, en- Dickless Endings and Missing Logans. So <laughs> the title of the next book. <laughs> No, I don't want my Logan to be dickless. What, what did you just say? <laughs> <Yeah, talking> about... <laughs> I said dickless endings and missing uh, Logans. Uh, um, <laughs> do any of you have Facebook open? I, I, uh, I can have what? Facebook open. We but... have some comments, some feedback. Okay. Okay. I, I was uh, thinking I've about while, while you're pulling those up, I was thinking about you guys the other day because I was in bed sick and my DVD collection was too far away to actually get up. So instead, I was like on YouTube finding random old movies to watch, and I came across this movie from the late '90s called uh, Oh God, it was like Whatever It Takes. I don't know. It was like the '90s version of Cyrano de Bergerac, but the opening scene starts with you know the the hottest girl in school getting ready for the day, and she put on these two beaded chokers, and I was like, chokers, double chokers, everybody drink. <laughs> And I thought of you guys the other day when Neil Patrick Harris was singing with Anna Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> because we watched that movie. Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was fun. Pitch Perfect. Yeah. That was fun. Okay, so we have feedback from the Facebook group. Can I have some... Facebook open, but I am looking for the feedback. It is pinned at the top. Okay. Uh, oh, here we go. View pen post. Okay, here we yeah. go. So right. can somebody read Dan's? I'll read Dan's. Oh, you can go ahead. (laughs) I'm going to do it. 
All right, so Dan says, I came into this book with low expectations. Me too. I'm happy to say that they were exceeded, and I'm looking forward to the next installment. The prologue in Chapter 1 set up this story and reintroduced the main cast for people just tuning in, and these dragged in enough for me to notice some choppy writing and fear that my low expectations were warranted. But the story picks up soon enough and is interwoven with a more personal storyline. Also well done. The pacing, the modern noir tone, the sense of urgency, and the element of danger all made this an engaging read. Some have complained that the romantic storyline of the series is on the back burner here, but for me, this was a good thing. Although I like the characters in Veronica's love triangles, and although there have been great relationship-related moments, I want to see Veronica sleuthing and risking her life to get answers, not sitting around moping because her on-again, off-again boyfriend hooked up with Madison, of all people, you know? (laughs) So thanks to the authors for not pandering this time and for instead delivering a solid mystery thriller. I would completely agree on the romance part. Absolutely. I'm really glad that they didn't pander to that. Yeah, Um, me too. Ray says... I want to say that I'm not really a reader. I stick to TV and hang on a second. Let me see that. Did I read that right? Okay. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> okay. Ray says, I want to say that I'm not really a reader. I stick to mo- TV and movies for the most part. I find it hard to just sit down and read a book without wanting to turn on the TV and flip around. So I listen to the audiobook rather than actually read the physical book. I like hearing KB read the book as though it, it, um, though as it makes it feel like a, a VM to me. Um, and once I got used to hearing her um, do all the other voices, I adjusted to that as well. Especially liked her take on Mac. But because I didn't read it, it just kind of listened to it in the car. I didn't pick up on a lot of the weird dialogue and description <laughs> that you guys <laughs> did as you read it. Because I, did, I won't try to review it based on the literary merits, but just on the story overall. For me, um, I did find the first couple of chapters a little bit hard to, to get through. The setup seemed to take a long time before finally getting into the meat of the mystery. I have to say that I'm kind of happy that they kept a pretty straightforward standalone mystery rather than give us arc stuff that would uh, that I would um, I would rather see on a movie or a TV how they are, they they end up co- continuing the story on screen rather in the book form once it got rolling I thought that the mystery was decent enough to keep my attention even though the part where Veronica was caught by the two brothers in the mansion to be pretty tense and I found the overall resolution pretty satisfying I love the way that Keith and Veronica save each other in the end. It's it's a perfect way to end any VM story. Leanne has always been one of my least favorite VM characters. <laughs> but I thought bringing her back and giving us a little closure on that was pretty good and something that I'm glad they did in the book rather than on screen. The book is um, underused Mac and Wallace, just like the show always seemed to. The cameos by Weevil, Dick, and Cliff were great. More Dick. Overall, I didn't think this book was going is going to be winning any awards or going to be anyone's favorite book either. But at this point, after VM has been dead for something like seven years, I did find I, I still find any content that we get in this universe to be icing on the cake. It's almost a miracle that we will be that we're are still getting anything VM at this point. So while I had some problems with both the movie and the book, I can't help but overlook the flaws and just enjoy that we're getting to spend a little bit more time with these characters in general and not be too critical. That's the attitude I'm going to. Um, and going into the book and enjoying it for that reason. Yay, thank you. Yeah, that's that's a good perspective. And maybe with the next book, we can kind of take that attitude. Yeah. All right. Does uh, Who wants Simone's? Because hers is short and sweet. <laughs> I could do Simone's. Okay. <laughs> Simone says, I enjoyed reading it. It wasn't great, but it was Veronica Mars and Neptune. So I was happy. Smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> good point, Simone. Yes. And Naomi, do you want Marie's? Sure. General thoughts. Wow. Aurora is genuinely scary. 
Keith is pretty amazing, even when in recovery from the car crash. I love that he would still go all in to help Veronica, and I kind of hate that she would put him in the position of having to at this point. Things I didn't like. I felt that it was odd that V was so off her game. She didn't even consider that the people working at 5 a.m. generally also wouldn't work in the afternoons. It also bothers me when everything that could have been solved had someone said something simple earlier. In this case, when V called Lee Jackson's office, if she had just asked to speak with him, or the receptionist said she could take a message for her, then several chapters would have been cut out of this book. Yes. Things I like. I love conscious callbacks, so it made me happy when I was reading about V in the motel and thinking of how similar it was when she found Amelia, and then her inner monologue brings up Amelia. I felt like chapter 32 was really was written really well with Tanner's dialogue, since you can read it at face value. He's angry that she would have taken off with a guy. Or knowing the whole setup. He's angry that she gave info to her friend. Or he's angry that she double-crossed him. And it all works. Overall, I really enjoyed the book. I rushed through it the first time, reading it overnight, since it showed up on my Kindle at 10 p.m. I didn't really allow much time for letting the suspense build, and I didn't get caught up on the stylistic issues you all seem to have. I really like that it stands up upon rereading. All the clues are there, and there are so many callbacks and reference I missed a lot of them the first time. After reading it twice, I got the audiobook and have listened to it a few times, because honestly, Kristen Bell is just delightful. Of course she is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for your feedback. Yes, and, thank you very much. And now I have, we get to have predictions because the next book is called Mr. Kiss and Tell. <laughs> Yay, a book about Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I say that Dick is going to, um, Rick is, Dick is going to write a tell-all book about all of the girls that he's gotten with, and someone starts sending him death threats because of that. Wow. That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds Wouldn't great. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would be an <laughs> awesome book. You know, would... if you, if you, uh, make the predictions too awesome, you will be disappointed, probably. I know, but still, <laughs> that's. Yeah. And I haven't read this one yet. I haven't actually even purchased it yet. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. So what, I'll be reading supposed, along with you. You're supposed to read it ahead of time. You're supposed to know the answers. Oh, <laughs> but we're not doing that. Like, we're doing the whole thing. So, so we're all newbies. We're all going to We're all newbies. Yes. All newbies. Oh, all yay. This will be fun. Yeah. Um, and actually, before we do the next book, we are going to watch. Uh, what's the. the the uh, play it again, called? Dick. Play it again, Dick. Dick. Is that is that what it's called? Play it again, Dick. I yes, think so. That's it. So the next time you guys hear from us, we will be talking about Play It Again, Dick. And until then, bye, bye, y'all. Bye, bye everybody. <laughs>